believeth every word, but the prudent man looketh well to his going. Tonight, I wanted to preach a message kind of in honor of 9-11. Alright? 9-11 is, of course, the event most of us here remember, except for maybe some of the younger kids. And it is, uh, there's a lot of conspiracy theories surrounding 9-11. Okay? Now, I just want to go on record as saying, I like conspiracy theories, alright? I, I, I believe in many of them. I'm for them. I, I enjoy them. And I'm telling you right now, I do not believe the official story of 9-11. At all. Alright? I'm, I'm not an idiot. I wasn't born yesterday. And I just, I don't, I don't believe it. At all. I do not trust our government at all. But at the same time, you know, when it comes to these things, we gotta be, we do need to be careful. The Bible says the simple believeth every word, but a prudent man looketh, looketh well to his going. And one of the great things that we have, a great tool that is, I think, brought a lot of good to the world is the internet. The, the internet, it's enabled us to communicate like never before, to spread information like never before. But here's the thing. With all the great things that we're able to do with the internet, do you know wicked people can do the same thing? So guess what? Even though we have it, it's balanced out. And I just want to say this for a side note. One of the things that's killing the old IFB is they, they don't want to use the internet. They, don't, they hate the internet because people have used it to expose a lot of faults that they have. And so they just want to bash the internet and try to keep everybody away from it. But here's the thing. People are going to keep using it. And in the meantime, what they just need to do is they just need to get on board and understand that, you know what? We're not in the age of tin cans on a string anymore. You know, we're in the age of cell phones and stuff. And there's more efficient ways to do things. And if they don't do it, they're going to get left behind. And they have been left behind. Because you know what? We're going to keep using the internet. The trendies are all using the internet. And honestly, I wish, I wish the old paths, old IFB would get on the internet. I think they have a lot they can offer. I think they have a lot they can contribute for good to help us defeat the trendies. You know, I'm on their side when it comes to that, but they're, they're hiding from it. They're not, they're not using it. And, you know, we're sticking to the old paths. Well, you know, that's not really sticking to the old paths. You're getting left behind. Okay? If they'd have had cell phones in Paul's day, I think he'd use his cell phone. Okay? You know, it's just, uh, you know, it's, it's foolishness. But, once again, it is, it's balanced out because bad people have the internet too. So while we can do good, they can do bad. They can spread false information like never before. Like, like never before. I believe we should keep a very close eye on our government. I think that blind trust of our government is one of the most unpatriotic things that you can do. I think it's ridiculous and I think it's sad and it makes me sick. The blind trust people have for our government. And I do not believe we should just trust them and go along with everything. And you know what else I'm disgusted with? I'm disgusted with the Fox News Baptists. I'm disgusted with them that just, they're willing to go along with anything as long as the Republicans in office. You know, at least when Obama was in office, we had old time, the old old IFB, was preaching against the government. But now that the Messiah Trump came into the office, now it's just all, you know, hail to the government, let's just do whatever they say. Just because it's a Republican, that just makes me sick. They're willing to go to war for every little thing, all they just got to do is say it's for Israel. It's for Israel, and you know, and then in their mind too, this is just speeding up the end times, you know, it's just getting us that much closer to the rapture. That's their attitude. They just want to let everything go to hell because they think they're getting just going to escape not have to deal with anything ridiculous, but I wish, I wish that all Americans 
who are willing to sacrifice freedom for security, I wish they would all move to China. I really do. These Americans who just are fine with surveillance and fine with a police state, I've got nothing to hide. Well, then move to China. You're going to love it there because they watch everything. You know, but don't ruin our country in the meantime. And I, I, you know, I don't believe that the internet ought to be censoring people and trying to silence them. You know, just or trying to silence what they consider fake news. I don't want, you know, uh, who's the Facebook guy? Mark Zuckerberg. I don't want him deciding what gets posted on Facebook and what doesn't. You know, YouTube, the way they're censoring things. But, you know, and I'm going to tell you right now, I'm thankful for the conspiracy theorists that are out there. I think, I think guys like Alex Jones and Jesse Ventura, with all the issues those guys have, I think they've contributed some good for our country. They've helped kind of wake some people up, help make them skeptical. You know, but here's the thing. Those guys aren't infallible. Alright? They're not infallible. They can't be trusted all the time. Alex Jones can always be entertaining, but he can't always be trusted. All right, you know we, we got we got to be careful. We have to be prudent, and not everything you see on the internet is true, including things that you agree with sometimes. And that's there's enough stuff on the internet you're going to find something you agree with. And I'm afraid if we're not careful, we can get ourselves in trouble and end up being somebody's fool. I'm preaching myself tonight as much as anybody else. And, you know, there, cause we got to realize there's people out there, they will do anything, they will say anything to get an online following. They'll do it. You know, there's some people that will use others and they will prey on their ignorance to advance an agenda. Let's go, turn, let's look over at Acts chapter 17. I think we need, we need to make sure, you know, we are, we're not being used, alright, because we've got to recognize that this is out there and that the internet is a great way to use people, alright? And we were talking about this this morning. I was confessing some of my sins uh, from when I was a teenager in school and some of the things I used to do to uh, entertain myself, anything to distract from learning. And uh, I was telling somebody, one of the things that I would often do is I would want to see, you know, we all want to see bad things happen to other people sometimes, people get in trouble but, you know, I don't want to be the one to do it because I don't want to deal with the consequences. So you know, what I would often do is I would get other people to do my dirty work for me. All right? Now, where does that come from? All right? Well, that's been going on for a long time. Look at Acts chapter 17, verse 5. It says, But the Jews which believed not moved with envy, took unto them certain lewd fellows of the baser sort, and gathered a company, and set all the city in an uproar, and assaulted the house of Jason, and sought to bring them out to the people. And when they found them not, they drew Jason and certain brethren under the rulers of the city, crying, These that have turned the world upside down are come hither also. You know what the Jews did who didn't like what was going on? The Jews, they always use other people to do their dirty work. That's what they always do. Alright? And what they did, they didn't like what was being preached. Well, they didn't want to be the ones to go assault the house of Jason. They didn't want to go do, you know, be the ones doing the things that could get them in trouble or maybe get them beat up or anything like that. So you know what they did? They went and they gathered certain lewd fellows of the baser sort. You know what baser means? It means dumb. Alright? They went and they found the scum of the earth and they went and they got them in an uproar. They got them all fired up and then they got them to go attack the house of Jason. Because they didn't want to do it. And is that not exactly, you know, uh, man, I can't remember names tonight. George Soros. Is that not exactly what George Soros, the Jew, does? 
you know, rich billionaire George Soros, he's not going to go out there leading protests and smashing up buildings and things like that. But what does he do? He goes and he gathers certain lewd fellows of the baser sort. He gets them all fired up. Hey, these white people are ruining your lives. They're oppressing you. You know, they're why your life stinks. Not because of all the drugs that you're doing. Not because you won't get a job. Not because you're living immoral. It's because of these oppressive white people. And then they get them all fired up and riled up and have them, you know, doing all these protests. And he just, he funds it. He won't do it himself. You'll never see George Soros, you know, burning a building down, you know, smashing windows, you know, destroying cars. But he'll fund it. He'll get them all fired up. That's what all the ding-dongs in the news media do. They go and they get these people all fired up. They get them all riled up. Most of them being Jews too. And they just get the idiots of the world all fired up. Why? So they can get them stirring things up, creating chaos, getting to do what they want. And you know what? I hate to speak conspiracy theories here too. You know, when I'm preaching about the dangers of conspiracy theories. But the Jews are doing the same thing with the Muslims. They get those dumb Muslims who haven't got a clue and they use them to do their dirty work. Getting us all hating on the Muslims. Alright? They're not smart enough to do a lot of that stuff. Yeah, and you know, and we're supposed to believe some guy sitting out in a cave coordinated attack like never before on our country. I'm telling you, I, I, don't, I don't believe it at all. Not one bit. Now, do I believe Muslims were involved? Absolutely. If I was going to go blow up somebody, if I was going to go you know, try to take some building down, guess what? I'm not going to do it. You think I'm going to put myself in an airplane and go smash it into a building? Absolutely not. I'm going to get a Muslim to do it. I'm going to get a certain lewd fellow of the baser sort to do it. I'm going to get that dummy all fired up and get him out there and let him do my dirty work. That's exactly what I'm going to do. And that's what we see going on in the book of Acts. Look at verse 13. It says, But when the Jews of Thessalonica had knowledge that the word of God came and preached to Paul at Berea, they came thither also and stirred up the people. So after they go on to the next town and they, the Jews find out they're there, what do they do? They follow them over there and they go and they stir up those people. And we see them doing that throughout the book of Acts. Turn over to Matthew chapter 27, verse 17. Matthew chapter 27 and verse 17. Now let me... You need to understand this too. Now, I'm picking on the Jews right now who like to do this to people and are still doing it to this day. But you understand these certain lewd fellows of the baser sort, these dummies that went along with it, you realize they're responsible for their actions. Okay? Yeah, they got manipulated, but you know what? We're responsible to make sure that we are, you know, getting our facts straight. That we're not being somebody's patsy. We've got to make sure of that. In Matthew chapter 27, verse 17, it says, Therefore, when they gathered together, Pilate said unto them, Whom will ye that I release unto you, Barabbas or Jesus, which is called Christ? For he knew that for envy they had delivered him. Pilate's thinking this is going to be an easy choice. All right, We have this custom. We've got to let a prisoner go. This is my chance to let Jesus go because he didn't want to kill him because he knew he was a just man. But Pilate was a coward. He was afraid to stand up to the Jews, so he thinks, I've got a loophole here. There's no contest. Who's the multitude going to want to let go? The guy who didn't do anything? The guy who you know, healed people, raised people from the dead, fed multitudes? Or the thief? The murderer? This is going to be an easy choice, right? Should have been an easy choice. Just like some elections should be pretty easy choices, but they don't seem like they're very easy choices. Why? Same reason why we see here in Matthew chapter 27, verse 19, when he sat down in the judgment seat, his wife said unto him, 
have thou nothing to do with that just man? For I have suffered many things um, this day in a dream because of him. But the chief priests and elders persuaded the multitude that they should ask Barabbas and destroy Jesus. The governor answered and said to them, Whither are the twain will ye that I release unto you? They said, Barabbas. Why did they do that? Why would they make a choice like that? Why would they choose something so dumb? The Jews manipulated them. They got in their heads. They got them all riled up. They got them all fired up. And they were they made a very foolish decision. And you know what? They were responsible for that decision. And we've got to understand that there's people out there who want to manipulate. Okay, We've got people that are, are out there that specifically target the Christians to get them all fired up. You know, we've got the Mike Huckabees. You know, and even, you know, is, I don't think Glenn Beck's in good standing with Christians anymore, is he? You know, Glenn Beck, he, the Christians were following him pretty good for a while, and then they figured out he was crazy and a Mormon and all these things. But uh, I don't know who all the players are out there now that are good at getting the Christians all riled up. But, you know, just Fox News. You know, Fox News, they know how, they know how to do it. They know how to, you know, manipulate. They target the Christians. It's usually Republicans that target the Christians and they get them all worked up and riled up about stuff. And listen, I could, I don't give a rip about Nike. I don't give a rip about Colin Kaepernick. I think, you know, the most offensive thing about Colin Kaepernick is not that he kneels for the flag, but his hair. Alright? His hair I find very offensive and I can't stand that guy. He makes me sick. He stinks at football. He's, you know, he's worthless. I, I got nothing good to say about him, but you know what? I can't believe the way these Fox News Baptists are all going around burning their Nike stuff and canceling their Nike. Who cares? Who cares? They care. You know why? Because they're getting manipulated by the Fox News. Because they get their marching orders from Fox News. And, you know, if, if you want to go burn your Nike stuff, that's stupid. Now you just got to go buy something else. Just don't buy any new Nike stuff. All right? If I've already got it, I'm going to wear it. I was looking, I still have some Nike stuff. I'm going to wear it until it wears out. And you know what? When i got to replace it, if it's cheaper than the other stuff, I'm probably going to buy it again. All right? that, that's, I, I don't look at who the spokesperson is. I really don't care. All right? it's, what's the cheapest? What's Goodwill selling? All right? If I buy it from Goodwill, Nike's not making the money. All right? That's where I get a lot of my stuff anyway. So we, got, we, got, so we need to protect ourselves. Because right? there's people out there that will try to target us. That want to get us worked up. And there are some things we ought to get worked up for. There's things that ought to get us fired up. But we got to be careful. We need to be, we need to watch ourselves. Because we can be manipulated if we're not careful. So a few things I want us to look at tonight, some things that we need to do to protect ourselves from the dangers of conspiracy theories. And one, mostly these are questions you need to ask yourself. First question you need to ask yourself is what made me aware of this earth-shattering problem? Alright? Whatever has got you fired up, whether it be 9-11, whether it be, because, and I'll admit, when 9-11 happened, I was a Fox News Baptist back then. I was ready for us to go kill some Muslims. Alright? I'll admit it. And when I heard them talking about Iraq, it didn't matter that the guys who attacked us weren't from Iraq. It didn't matter they were from Saudi Arabia. Hey, Iraq's full of Muslims. Let's go! You know? I didn't care. You know, as long as we're killing some Muslims, that was my attitude. I'll be honest enough to admit it. And let me tell you something, all these Fox News Baptists out there, they'll never admit it, but I was there. I was going to the camp meetings, and I was going to the conferences in 2001 and 2002, and they were all beating the drums of war, war, war. I was there. I remember it. 
and I was beating the drums right there with them. You know, I let's get that. I, I heard, I heard they were calling them sand monkeys and everything. I I listened to all that stuff and get all riled up, and we're going to take care of them for what they did on 9/11, what those Iraqis did on 9/11. And why didn't we ever go to Saudi Arabia? Those are the guys who were supposedly in the planes. I mean, but anyway, so I, I'm trying not to get sidetracked on those things. But you know what? What made us aware of this earth-shattering problem? You know, this new discovery, this new thing that you saw on the internet that's got you all riled up and all fired up. You know, this new story. You know, this new thing you're ready to give your life for. What made you aware of it? Was it? Did somebody reveal it to you that you know personally? Is it somebody you can trust? Is it someone that's reliable? You know, how do you know this guy? How do you know it's some clown not trying to get an online following? Because, you know, and I'm not going to make anybody confess anything tonight, but, you know, we've, we've all seen some things on the Internet where we're just like, man, somebody's got to get the word out about this, right? You know, and, and we don't know. We don't know, and we don't know how to fact check. We think fact checking something is Googling it, you know? And if you're into conspiracy theories, you should know that Google is going to, is involved in the cover up. But yet we think research is Googling it. You know, we think research is YouTubing it when as conspiracy theorists, we know YouTube censors things. But you know, we're so convinced we're ready to lay down our life for something we saw on YouTube, a video by a guy we don't even know. Oh, but he looks like one of us. You know, he looks like just a normal guy making a video from his living room. He's making so much sense. It sounds so good. And listen, I'm sure a lot of what these people are saying are true, but a lot of it might be a total lie. I don't know. I don't know these people. And we've got to ask ourselves, you know, who are they? You know, and I do. I believe that God uses people to wake up generations. But listen, if these people are of God, this is what we got to think about, okay? Because the Bible is good for all generations, right? Even for the internet generation. Okay? I, I believe God uses people to wake up generations. But if they are of God, they're going to have a few credentials. I believe they're going to have a few credentials. One, they're not going to be preaching heresy. Okay? And that's the thing we've got to realize. There's people out there that maybe they say stuff that we like, stuff that we agree with, stuff that we're convinced is right. But if they're flaming heretics... Do we really want to listen to them? Listen, I like here. I, I've, I've read some books. I've watched some videos about how the Jews are just destroying everything in this world. All right, and I, I enjoy seeing that as much as anybody. But a lot of these guys, they're not even saved. They're teaching this stuff. Are we sure we want to listen to them? Yeah, but they agree with us on the Jews. Yeah, but they don't agree with us on salvation. So do we really want to trust them? Yeah, but I like what they're saying. This lines up with what we're trying to convince people of. Yeah, but you know what? Why do we need them? Why do we need them? I, we don't need them. I'm not going to line up with them just because I like where they are on one thing. I want it, I, If I'm going to line up with somebody, if I'm going to listen to somebody, if I'm going to let them get me all worked up and all riled up, it's not going to be somebody that's preaching heresy. It's going to be somebody that's preaching the truth. Somebody that's got the spirit of truth in them. And somebody who is able to get up and tell people they can get to heaven through works or you know some type of heresy like that, they don't have the spirit of truth in them. They're a liar. Right. Anyone who would deny that Jesus is Christ, the Bible says, is a liar. Now, they might be telling the truth about this other issue where we're in agreement on. They might be, but why would I give credibility? Why would I allow my emotions to be taken over by a guy that is a bona fide liar? 
we got to be careful. We've we got to be careful and we can't be making alliances with heretics just because they're right on one issue. We don't need them. Right? We don't need them at all. I think we should be able to, we should expect these people to fulfill the qualifications of a bishop. We see in the Bible that, you know, we're not going to go through in Timothy where it gives the qualifications of a bishop. Why? We can't just let anybody be, you know, we can't just follow anybody. We're not supposed to just follow anybody. We're not supposed to just let anybody pastor a church. Yeah, but what if he has good doctrine? Doesn't matter. Alright? God gave these qualifications for a reason. Because there's going to be people that are going to rise up. They're going to speak. They're going to speak great. They're going to be convincing. And God gave us these things so you know we could sort out the good from the bad. And though those things are there, and you know, I, I mean, and I could be totally wrong. You might have a ton of examples, but I got to thinking about it. I mean, I've been thinking about some of the people who have destroyed fundamentalism the most, and it's unqualified people. Guys like Peter Ruckman. That man had no business, you know, being a pastor, an evangelist, or whatever he was. Why would anybody listen to a guy like that? He was unqualified according to the Bible, but people listened to him because he seemed so smart. But wait a minute, those qualifications are there for a reason. How about we reject him? But they didn't. You know what they did? They compromised. And what? And look at what we've got going on in fundamentalism today. You got dispensationalism run amok. You got Baptist churches that are supposedly King James that are teaching a dispensational salvation. What in the world? You know why? Because they listen to people who weren't qualified. And a lot of the most influential people that have been influential for the bad in Baptist churches have been unqualified people who had no business being up behind a pulpit, no business pastoring a church, and yet there they were preaching, you know, preaching these a lot of good stuff, but they brought in leaven that ended up doing a great deal of damage. Peter Ruckman is a great example of that. C.I. Schofield is another great example of that. I mean, still influencing preachers today. The reason preachers are preaching that Revelation 4.1 is the rapture is because of C.I. Schofield. The reason people can't get 2 Thessalonians chapter 2 figured out as clear as it stated in the Bible is because of C.I. Schofield's notes. It's the reason they can't figure out Matthew chapter 24. It's because of C.I. Schofield. They're listening to his notes. They're following his teachings. A man who is completely unqualified. And look at the amount of damage he's done. Where if they just realized, hey, if this guy's of God, he's going to have a few credentials. Doesn't matter that he's saying what I want to hear. And I have been victim of this before. Of just people, preachers that I liked. I liked their doctrine. I liked what they were preaching. It lined up with what I believed. But they did not fulfill the qualifications. But it's like, well, but their doctrine's good. But then, all of a sudden, it turns out they're a heretic. And that's why we've got to follow these things. So before you go, you know, getting all sucked into something on the internet, you see, you know, is this somebody who's preaching the truth, who's got the spirit of truth in them? Is this somebody who even meets the qualifications? And turn over to 1 Corinthians chapter 1, because this is what people do. Alright? This is, this is a very common thing that people do, because of course, when somebody comes along with a conspiracy theory, you know, it's real easy for everyone to just make them look like some nut job. He said, they're not always nut jobs. Sometimes they're telling the truth. Sometimes they're 100% right in what they're saying. But people will misuse this passage right here. 1 Corinthians 1.26 says, For ye see, uh, see your calling, brethren, 
how that not many wise men after the flesh, not many mighty, not many noble are called, but God hath chosen the foolish things of the world to confound the wise, and God hath chosen the weak things of the world to confound the things which are mighty, and the base things of the world, and things which are despised hath God chosen, yea, and things which are not to bring to naught those things that are. So now, I can use this verse, so now this little punk that's living in a basement that looks like he hasn't bathed in several days, who's you know putting a video out there that agrees with everything I already believe, I can listen to him now because those are the type of people that God uses. You know, you're one to like lift up all these people like these elites and stuff, but you know what? That little B.O. factory millennial punk, we can trust him because God uses the foolish things. Is, is, is that is that appropriate? Is 1 Corinthians 1, 26-29, is this making being pathetic a positive attribute? No, it isn't at all. See, what it's talking about, you know, the world... It lifts up those that are rich and famous. You know, it lifts up those who just have the talent, the charisma, the looks, and all those things. And but they look. Who is it they look down on? They look down on the decent, honest, hardworking family man. They look down on the woman who is a stay-at-home mom and has a whole bunch of kids and submits to her husband. Do they not look down on them? Alright, those things are despised by the world, but they'll lift up an Ellen DeGeneres. They'll lift up a Hillary Clinton and a Rosie O'Donnell. They will lift people like that up. That's what it's talking about right there. It's not, you know, if we, if you despise, you know, some 30 year old punk that lives in his mom's basement, doesn't have a job, smells like B.O., you know, wearing, you know, sits around playing video games all day, and you despise him, that's okay. Alright, you know, you should despise that. That's not what that's talking about. The world despises the things that God lifts up. And where does God lift up being a lazy punk? God doesn't lift that up at all. God's not in that at all. So people, are they're misusing that because they want to find some way to give credibility to a guy who's just saying what they want to hear. Who's saying what they agree with. But you know what? They, they might be right. You know, they could be saying stuff that's true. But you, you should never stick your neck out for somebody like that. You should never just go along with what that person saying, no matter how much you want what they're saying to be true. So you've got to ask yourself, what made me aware of this, or who made me aware of this earth-shattering problem? All right. Who was it? You know, did God use somebody that He actually puts in our life? You know, did God use a pastor? Did God use a parent? Did God use, you know, a godly friend? Who did, who did God use? And if it's some person you don't even know, somebody with no credentials, you know what? Forget it. Alright? You're not required. Well, you know, we gotta make sure we know the truth. Okay? If God wants you to know the truth, He will send the right kind of person along with the right kind of credentials, and it's not just gonna be this random dude on the internet that you don't know from Adam. He could be taking you for a ride. You gotta be careful. So look at Matthew chapter 6 verse 33. So the next question you need to ask yourself is what can I even do about this conspiracy? Alright? Now I do. I find the 9-11 stuff interesting, you know, uh, you know, the moon landing, all, all that stuff, you know. I, I, if, when I have time, if I get an opportunity to sit around and watch a good video on that, man, I'm in. Alright? I, I enjoy, I enjoy it immensely. And, and I get all fired up and I'm ready to go with the torches and pitchforks to NASA and let them have it. And I just want to say, by the way, I hate NASA. I'll, t- I'll tell you why about that in a little bit. I don't trust them at all. 
I, I can't. I, I got. No, I got nothing good to say about that group for many reasons that I'm anxious to get into. But you know, what can we even do about these conspiracy theories? All right, Matthew chapter six, verse thirty-three. Notice what it says: "But seek ye first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you." Take therefore no thought for the morrow, for the morrow shall take thought for the things of itself. Sufficient unto the day is the evil thereof. Did you know there's plenty of bad stuff coming our way? Did you know we're going to have wars and earthquakes and famines and pestilences and all kinds of things that are going to come our way? Hey, there's plenty of evil coming our way. And you know what? We can't stop it. And the Bible said, don't worry about it. Don't figure out how to stop it. You know what it said? Seek ye first the kingdom of God and His righteousness. That's what we're supposed to be focused on. That should be the main thing that we're trying to do in our life. And we've got to ask ourselves, when we're seeing these conspiracy theories, what can we even do about it? Because most of the time the answer is nothing. Alright, so you've discovered the truth about the Kennedy assassination. What are you going to do about it? Alright, whoever the guy was on that uh, grassy knoll, I'm sure he's probably dead by now. Alright, what are you going to do about it? Alright, it's entertaining. Alright, we got to go last year to Dallas and we got to see the spot where it's at. And I tried to figure everything out, but you know, I'm, I didn't get anywhere. <laughs> I went back and watched some of the videos again after actually going there and seeing it. And, uh, you know, uh, I, I wish I could tell you I went there and I, I discovered the truth. All right, but, but even if I did, what am I going to do about it? What can I do about it? You know, it, you, 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 fig, you figured out the moon landing was fake. All right? Or that Bigfoot is real. Or, you know, that harp is the one making hurricanes. Harp's doing that right now. It's getting North Carolina. You know, it's Harp doing it. What am I going to do? What am I supposed to do about it? You know, I'm just going to neglect my family so I can go watch YouTube videos figuring out how Harp controlled the hurricane. And then I'm going to just... What am I going to do about that? Am I going to go sneak out there to Alaska and sabotage a place? I'm sure they got security I can't get through. And even if I did, I, know how to, I wouldn't know how to shut it down. I haven't got those skills. I haven't watched enough spy movies. I have no idea what to do about it. You know... And we've got to understand a lot of these things, they're distractions from what we should really be focused on. A lot of this stuff, is it's, it's to keep us distracted. Is some of it legit? I'm sure it is. But I can anybody tell me what I'm supposed to do about it? I, I understand I'm a pastor of a church and I want, to, I want to shake up the world and I want to make a difference, but you know, do, I, do I really need to worry about harp? You know, do I really need to worry? I don't know what to do about those things. I don't see any Bible on it, and I just don't know for sure if that guy who I've never seen in my life who made a video that made a great case for how they turned the hurricane, I, I don't know if I can trust him or not. So, do I really have to worry about it that much? Do I really need to make a big deal about it? Uh, you know, I'd, I'd rather not. But Matthew twenty-eight nineteen. I do know this. I do know I'm supposed to pay attention to this. Jesus said, Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the world. Amen. And you know what? How is it we seek the, right, the first kingdom of God? How is it that we seek His righteousness? You know what we do? We trust in His work on the cross. We trust in Him so we can get His righteousness. And then you know what we do after that? After we receive the righteousness of Christ? After we get saved, we start worrying about the kingdom of God and what we're going to do in the kingdom of God. 
And in the kingdom of God, you know what? I'll guarantee a harp's going to be taken care of. I guarantee they won't be able to fake any moon landings and won't be able to fly any planes into buildings and things like that. Jesus is going to be ruling then. We're going to be fine. So if I want to concentrate on my position in the kingdom of God, I don't need to be take, worrying about you know figuring out the conspiracy theories. Matthew 5.19 says, Whosoever shall break one of these least commandments and shall teach men so, he shall be called least in the kingdom of heaven. But whosoever shall do and teach them, the same shall be called great in the kingdom of heaven. You know what it looks like I should be focused on? is keeping the commandments of God. It looks like I should be focused on teaching other people to keep the commandments of God. Even the least commandments. And if I do that, I'll be great in the kingdom of heaven. Not if I figure out you know, who the real... Uh, what do they call that? the shadow government or whatever, if I figure out who they are, I take them down. Uh, that's not what's going to make me great. It's like, you know, we got to get the word out. we got to let people know. How about we let them know the truth about Jesus Christ? I mean, that's going to make a bigger difference than us exposing the shadow government and us figuring out, you know, what happened on 9-11. That is so much more important. We've got so much, so many better things to worry about. And I'm, if you want to worry about some of those things in your spare time, I'm all for it. I plan on worrying about some of that stuff in my spare time. I watched a video about 9-11 this afternoon. Alright, so, you know, I'm, but, when I went, you know, when we went out today, or when we went out yesterday, we didn't go out talking about 9-11. We talked, we talked about Jesus Christ. That's what we focused on. 1 Timothy 6-6 says, but godliness with contentment is great gain. For we brought nothing into this world, and it is certain we can carry nothing out. Uh, well, you know what I gotta do? I gotta expose the, just the wicked tax system that we have in this, in this government. You know, I, they're stealing from us. You know, they're all, they're taking everything. You know what? The Bible says godliness with contentment is great gain. They can't steal my godliness. They can steal all my stuff. They can steal all my money. But you know what? I'm not taking it with me anyway. And they're not gonna get to eat, they're not going to either. The Bible says in having food and raiment, let us be there with content. But they that will be rich fall into temptation and snare to many foolish and hurtful lusts which drown men in destruction and perdition. If I get too caught up in those things, if I get too caught up in just getting my wealth and making sure I take down the government for stealing from me all this time, I'm going to get myself in trouble. I'm going to end up getting focused on things that are just not as important and I need to just focus on godliness and just letting God take care of me instead of the government. That should be my attitude. It's more important that you, as a parent, that you take care of your family, then go home and figure out what they're hiding at Area 51. Because I mean, I'd love to know what they got out there. I'd love to know what's going on. I'd like to find out if the Ark of the Covenant's on there. I know it wasn't Indiana Jones. I don't know if it is in real life. But you know, I'd like to know some of that stuff. But here's the thing: How am I going to find out? I know I can't sneak in there. And what? But what people do? They'll spend hours just on their computers, just. What's going on in Area 51? You know, why don't you take care of those kids? You know, why don't you raise those kids? Why don't you take, you know, spend some time with your wife? Why don't you do something productive? Why don't you read your Bible? You know, maybe if we knew more about God, if we knew about more about the Bible, the Bible says the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. Maybe if we stayed focused on the Word of God, then we wouldn't get fooled by the government. And I personally think the Bible will keep us from being fooled by the government a lot more than some YouTube clown that, you know, discovered what really happened at 9-11. I really do. So, 
We need, you know, Ephesians 6, 4 says, And ye fathers, provoke not your children to wrath, but bring them up in the nurture and admonition of the Lord. Turns out as parents, it's our job to make sure we're teaching our kids about the Lord. And if we're wasting our time on things that we just have no power over, no capability of doing anything to, we're going to end up getting ourselves in trouble. So we just got, we got to be careful. So the next thing you need to ask yourself, throw it Acts chapter 17, verse 21. You know, why are these things so important? You know, why are these conspiracy theories so important? Why are they, why are they taking such a big priority in my life? In Acts 17, verse 21, says, For all the Athenians and the strangers which were there spent their time and nothing else but either to tell or hear some new thing. Hey, there, and listen, there's a lot of people out there like that. There, there's some people, I mean, they're out there just trying to find out what the new, next conspiracy theory is. You know, sometimes, sometimes there is no conspiracy. Do you know sometimes things are actually as they appear? Sometimes what you see is what you get. Okay? There's, there's no conspiracy about it. Alright? Rosie O'Donnell is ugly. It's not a conspiracy from the makeup companies or the television you know, companies doing things to make her look fat or anything like that. She's just ugly. All right? What you see is what you get. All right? And that's just, just reality. No conspiracy there. It's not that you've been brainwashed into thinking one type of woman's good looking. No, she's just ugly. All right? No matter how you look at it, Rosie O'Donnell is ugly. No conspiracy there. You know, boys are boys and girls are girls. We've got there's people out there, these little millennials, making videos, you know, criticizing, you know, toy companies for using pink for girl stuff and blue and camo stuff for boys things that were forcing these ideas into kids' heads. You know, and they're they're acting like it's conspiracy. No, boys like things different than what girls like. That's all there is to it. Sometimes it's what you see is what you get. People they want to make conspiracies out of those things. Um, you know, people act like too. You know, why do homos kill themselves? You know, it must be because, you know, uh, you know, of discrimination. No, it's because they're miserable. That's why. It's because they live a horrible life, and so they often kill themselves. There's no conspiracy there. It's not because they're being oppressed. It's not because some church preached against them. It has nothing to do with that. They kill themselves because they're miserable. That's why. But people do, they, they come up with all these things, it becomes the most important thing, always wanting to learn the next thing, and, you know, and it's clear there's nothing we can do about many of these things. So why are we so interested? Why do we get so caught up into them? And this is, this is you know, I'm kind of going into opinion territory here, but I think i got some evidence to back it up, alright? But my generation, okay, I, I never heard my dad's generation talking so much about conspiracy theories and things. I know, I'm sure they were there. It is more my generation. Part of that is probably the internet. But I think a lot of it has to do with the fact my generation is the generation of video gamers. Where it really got started. Where the video gamers got going that are obsessed with fantasy. Hey, TV's gotten pretty incredible in the last 20 years, hasn't it? The graphics are incredible. You know, just the, the things that they're able to do with the camera today are pretty incredible. We have people that are obsessed with fantasy. You say, oh, it's not that bad. Have you ever seen these Comic-Con conventions? I mean, people go dressed up like superheroes. Grown men and women, mothers and fathers, go dressed up like superheroes. And it's not even Halloween. 
they'll have these Lord of the Rings conventions where people go dressed up like hobbits and wizards and I mean and they'll grow real long beards and stuff, you know, so they can look authentic. Hey, we went to and just in Oregon, not not far from here, they have the uh old country fair. We went that people were wearing outfits that probably cost hundreds and hundreds of dollars. Very authentic looking. All the guys, I mean, they had real beards like from what we see on that time on the movies and stuff. Long hair, all real, all authentic. I mean, just all decked out, all dressed up. Why do they do this? Fantasy. They get stuck in fantasy worlds. Have you ever heard of LARPers? Alright? Those are the biggest losers in the world right there. Alright? LARPers... That is the ultimate loser. If you don't know what that is, LARP, uh, live action role playing. And there are these people, they literally, they play these like real life games where they can, you know, be wizards and get all these powers and things and they go, I, I, I don't even understand how it all works, but they do. I mean, they like play these roles and they actually go on these adventures and these treasure hunts and people hide things places. It's ridiculous. Alright, I'm sorry, man. You know, these guys, they need to get a girlfriend or something. I mean, you know, they need to get married. They need to start having some kids. It's sad, all right? And I'm telling you, LARPers are losers, okay? Just, and we've seen them in Moline. They have, in the mall there, they have one of these magic card shows or stores. And the, you will see these grown men in their 20s and 30s. And there's usually like one or two 12 and 13-year-old boys, with these you know, 20 and 30 year olds wearing their pajamas, look like they haven't bathed in a week, and they pl- they're out there just sitting around. I have no idea what they're doing. They've got all these cars and they're like trading them around. And it's, it's not like Uno or poker or anything like that. I mean, they're you know, laying down these cards that I, I have no idea. I have no idea how it works. But me and, the, me and the boys went there one day and we were just watching and laughing. I was like, you do not want to be one of them. Right? That. That is what I'm raising you not to be. These guys here are losers. And we sat there and we watched them and we laughed at them. And you say, that's mean. I want my boys to see that nobody respects people like that. And man, I'm, t- I'm probably going to offend a lot of people in this message to watch it online if it, gets, if it gets in the wrong hands. But I'm sorry. I stand by what I'm saying, man. Those people are losers. And they do. They, they look like losers. And I guarantee you, none of those guys, I, I guarantee you, if you went to that, if you went to the Moline Mall, and you talk to all those guys, I guarantee you not one of them's got a girlfriend. Alright? Not not one. They've never had a girlfriend. They've still loving in their parents' basement. And are and, and I'll bet if you talk to most of them too, they haven't taken a bath in three days. The best of them. I'm not I'm not kidding. But anyway, what is this? This is fantasy stuff. These people are getting caught up in fantasy. And listen, studying conspiracy theories. It is like another level of fantasy for us. It's a way that we can find ourselves in the middle of that movie where the guy discovers this great truth and he's trying to get the word out and the feds are coming after him. The people in the, you know, the dark suits and sunglasses are all coming after him. And, you know, and, then, and this, this is the way we get chased. You know, we do a post about it on Facebook and we get put in Facebook jail. They shut our YouTube channel down, and oh man, the government's going. You know, Big Brother's breathing down my neck. You know, they're on to me, and you know, and in our minds, we're just like, we're, you know, we're on the run for the government. You know, we are, we're the hero in this movie, just trying to spread the word wherever he can. No, the truth is, you're just a loser, and you're caught up in a fantasy world, and you just need to get over it. 
This is not, you know, this is not real. This is, this is just fantasy. It's deep fantasy. No, you know, because when you're watching Superman, okay, how many has ever been watching Superman and thought, man, how'd they get that guy to fly? No, you know it's fake. You know it's special effects. Okay, no matter how cool of a thing he does, you know it's not real. You don't, well, many times we know who it is. You know, that's Christopher Reeve or whoever. You know, whoever, you know, whoever's playing Superman, we know who these people are. We know they're normal people. We know they have no special abilities. We know they have no special skills. But, when you're watching these videos on YouTube, hey, this is another guy that's just like me. This is just average Joe out there that's found out some information that the government doesn't want us to know. And we're able to be a part of that. And we can actually connect with these people. We can, like, email them and talk to them. And we can leave comments on YouTube and they'll comment back and... We're, we're a part of this movie. We're a part of this thing. And we get caught up in this stuff. And you know what we're doing? We're wasting our time. Is all it is. And I'm going to tell you right now, I said, there's a lot of conspiracy theories I believe are real. I believe are legit. I think I'd be an idiot not to believe it. But I'm going to tell you right now, a lot of the stuff I watch, I watch purely for entertainment. Yeah, I want to know what's going on. I want to be informed and all that stuff. But at the end of the day, you know, when it starts worrying me, when I'm start looking over my shoulder and I'm starting getting paranoid, and you know, I'm ready to just go, you know, move our family out into one of those uh, shelters that they've got out west, you know, that can withstand a tsunami and all those things. You know, that's when it's like, you know what, it's time to take a break from this. You know, it's time to back off. It's time not, you know, time not to worry. And you know, you might be saying, you know, Pastor Tommy, you're just telling everyone to bury their head in the sand. Just telling everyone to bury their head in the sand. But you know what? Real quick, you don't have to turn there. Luke chapter 16, verse 28 to 31. See the story where the rich man is in hell. He wants Abraham uh, to send Lazarus to go back to tell his brothers. And you all know what Abraham said. They have Moses and the prophets. Let them hear them. And he said, no, they'll, they'll listen if one returns from the dead. He said, if they won't hear Moses and the prophets, they won't hear the one rose from the dead. You all get that? And listen... If people can't figure out our government is corrupt after them legalizing abortion, after them legalizing gay marriage, with all the junk that they're doing right out in the open, loud and proud, you know what? We're not going to convince them if we prove 9-11 was an inside job. If the abortion thing, if Roe versus Wade didn't convince them, they're not going to figure it. If the health care bill that they passed didn't, then they're not going to figure it out. Hey, if people didn't figure out from the health care bill getting passed that we don't have states' rights, we're not going to convince them we lost our states' rights, you know, that the Civil War wasn't about slavery, it was about states' rights. We're not going to change our mind on that. If they still can't see it, there's nothing that we're going to be able to do to change their mind. If people can't figure out that NASA is a bunch of liars, that all they do... I've, I've been to these things. We've been, we go to the planetariums. We've been to the planetariums. We've been to these, you know, Omnimax things, these IMAX where they show all these cool videos. And what do they do? What is the moral of every one of those videos that they show? We're destroying the planet. That's all it is. We're destroying the planet. All it is is a thing to get us fearing for our lives, thinking we're destroying the planet so the government can come in and regulate everything. That's all they do. That is all they do anymore. You listen on the news. They're always talking about NASA and climate change. Whenever there's a hurricane, it's always NASA. We're destroying the planet. We're destroying the planet. That's all they talk about. 
It's just so, and everybody trusts them. Everybody thinks they're just greatest thing that's got all this knowledge in the world. But all they are doing is advancing the global warming hoax. And the goal of that is just to get us in a panic so we will demand the government just take more of our rights away. That's why I hate NASA. Because that is exactly what they're doing. And every video, we went and watched one of them in Branson, one of these big things, they're showing all these videos from space and everything, and who do they have narrating it? One of the individuals I just can't stand, and I can't think of her name, Jennifer Lawrence. I can't think of names of that. Jennifer Lawrence. She has the most annoying voice in the world. Why in the world would they have Jennifer Lawrence narrate a video? They don't even show her on there. You just hear her just annoying, boyish voice on there talking. Why do they? Because everybody loves her because she's Katniss Everdeen. Kids love her. This younger generation love her. And we watch this video all about the space and everything. And guess what the main thing was about the video? We're destroying the planet. We're killing the polar bears. We're melting the polar ice caps. We're all going to be underwater. And you know what? All these kids who sat around watching all the stupid Hunger Games movies and all the other junk that she's on that's geared towards teenagers, the teenage generations, they're hearing that. Oh, man. And they're going to trust her. You know, she saves the world on Hunger Games, apparently, or something. I don't, I don't know. Never really followed that. But they're going to they're hear that. And guess what? These stupid idiots are all going to be voting within a couple of years. And these politicians are going to be shoving this stuff down their throat and they're going to go vote for more of their rights to be taken away. And everything, you, you, you do it. Next time you're at a museum or anything, you see anything from NASA, it's all about how we're destroying the planet. And as Bible believers, as Christians, do we really think we're going to destroy the planet with fossil fuels? Do we really think we're going to stop the prophecies from being fulfilled that the Bible says are going to happen? I'm not worried about it one bit. But I tell you what I am worried about is all the idiots that these people are swaying and getting them to vote to allow the government to take more of our rights away is based on a lie. And people do. They, they, and if, if you can't figure out that NASA is a fraud just from that, we're not going to prove it if we figure out that the moon landing was faked. If you go and you, you, you crack the code that's hidden in the shining that you know Stanley Kubrick put in there, you crack the code and you you figure that all out. You know what? It's not going to matter. You expose it to the whole world. It's not going to matter. They're still going to go for a hook, line, and sinker. If they're believing that lie, it doesn't matter what you come up with. If people won't believe there is a creator from creation itself and from the Bible, they're not going to believe it. Even if you prove that Darwin was some you know Illuminati, you know. Jesuit Satanist. You're not going to change their minds. The reality is some people are willingly ignorant. And in 2 Peter chapter 3, let's go ahead and turn there real quick and I'll close with this. 2 Peter chapter 3, verse 3. says, Knowing this first, that there shall come in the last days scoffers walking after their own lusts and saying, Where is the promise of His coming? For since the fathers fell asleep, all things continue as they were from the beginning of creation. For this they willingly are ignorant of. That the word of God and the heavens were of old and the earth standing out of the water and in the water, whereby the world that then was being overflowed with water perished. The Bible says they're willingly ignorant of that. The evidence of the great flood is all over the planet. Yet people ignore it. Why? Because they don't like the message of it. 
if God spared not the old world, if God kept His promise about flooding the world, He's going to keep His promise about destroying this world with fire. They don't want to know that. They don't want to hear that. They're ignorant. They're willingly ignorant. Because verse 7, "...but the heavens and the earth, which are now, by the same Word, the same Word that got it right back then, are kept in store, reserved unto fire against the day of judgment and perdition of ungodly men." They don't want to hear about that. So they're willingly ignorant. They're willingly ignorant of what? Of the Word of God. And if people aren't going to listen to the Bible, if they're not going to listen to the plan of salvation... We are not going to change the world by blowing the lid off the government and solving these conspiracy theories. If you want to have fun looking into those things, good. It'll, it, it'll keep you skeptical. We need a good, healthy skepticism of our government. But we don't want to get taken for a ride. We don't want to get manipulated. We don't want to get distracted from the things that are really important. we got to make sure we keep our focus right. And I think there's some great dangers out there. And I'm just going to tell you right now, as much as I like a lot of those things, and I mentioned a lot of conspiracy theories tonight. Some of them I think have some credibility. Some I think I have none at all. all right? And I didn't necessarily say which ones. Okay? But at the same time, you know, I, I, I bring all these things up just to make the point that I don't want to have to focus on these things. I don't want to preach these things. You know why? Because the Internet is not infallible. But the Word of God is infallible. There's people out there that I like. There's people out there that I tend to agree with, maybe partially trust. But a lot of these people, they don't, they don't fit certain credentials. They're not necessarily people I should trust. Therefore, I'm not going to allow them to get me too worked up about stuff. Listen, if I did everything Alex Jones said I should do, you know, I'd be hiding in a cave right now somewhere. You know, I'd be—I'd have a lot more guns than I do. You know, and I'm not saying you can't—you shouldn't do some of that stuff. But I'm not just going to do it because of Alex Jones. I don't know the guy personally. I really don't. He doesn't—he doesn't have all the credentials that I think he should have before he's going to get me changing my life. I'm thankful for him. I find him entertaining. You know. And, but at the same time, I don't. I, I, I've got to be careful. And so, as a pastor, all right, after church and when we're outside of church, if we want to talk about that stuff, great. But you know what? I don't want to bring it in here. I don't want to preach it. I want to preach what I know to be true. I want to preach what I know to be reliable. I want to get caught up. I want to get focused. I want to get obsessed with the things that really matter. Some of that other stuff I'll do on the side when I've got nothing else to do, when I need some cheap entertainment, you know, maybe I'll find out if there is a way for jet fuel to melt steel beams. I don't know. I, I, I flunked chemistry, so I can't really tell you. Apparently it can't, but I'm not real worried about it. So anyway, I hope this was a help. Let's pray, dear Lord. Thank you so much for your word. Help us, dear God, to... Uh, follow these things we looked at tonight. Help us to be careful, Lord. There's a lot of lies out there. And, uh, Lord, there's, there's plenty of danger out there. There's plenty of wicked coming uh, and wicked evil things coming. But I pray you'll just help us to stay focused on the things you told us to stay focused on and help us to just uh, seek you first. Help us to seek after your righteousness. Help us to follow those least commandments. And I pray a bless each one for it. In your name we pray. Amen. Let's go ahead and stand.
I think we ought to play after that, after I got you all worried about all these conspiracy theories. Let's play, uh, let's sing page 239, God Will 